Hi, my name is Corey Hazleton, and I am a middle school teacher in Northeast Georgia. And over the past few years, I have found myself stopping class to have honest talks with my students about things that don't fit neatly in the curriculum. School should be more than facts and figures. It should be a place to inspire students to understand the power of education and help them navigate their increasingly challenging lives. I hope this will be a space for me to continue those conversations. Welcome to Hazel Talks. So with school starting this week, I thought it would be a good opportunity to talk about school culture. One of the sort of unknown secrets about school is that it's not the teachers and the administration and the handbooks that set the culture of the school. It's the students. Now, you may be thinking, well, we don't really have any power. There's nothing we can do. We have to follow the rules that are in place. We have to listen to the teachers. And that's true. Absolutely. But there's a lot of time and a lot of things that go into the culture of a school that teachers really have no control over. Words that are said at recess, how people treat and act towards each other. All the time that goes on outside of a classroom or even inside of a classroom when a teacher is not necessarily paying close attention to everyone. And I sort of bring this up to say that it is the students who really get to decide what type of school they live in and how the school community is going to treat each other. Right? And a lot of this has to do with this idea of power and power dynamics. Right, Students who have power at school, whether those are the popular kids, whether those are the kids who are athletes, whether those are the kids who um, are the smart kids, uh, whoever your sort of population has deemed the trendsetters, the people that people want to follow, um, their power comes from the fact that everyone gives it to them. Right? that everyone wants to follow them. Right? The reality is that in most schools, the popular trendsetters are not the majority of the student body. As a matter of fact, they are a very small minority. And if the rest of the student body decided that what they wanted was not what the trendsetters wanted, it would be very easy for them to sort of ignore what the trendsetters were trying to do and to create their own culture. Right, And this is a common structure for all of society, right? People in power tend to be a smaller number, and they keep that power by making everyone feel like there's nothing that can be done. And by dividing the, the groups below them against each other, right? We see this uh, in modern society. We see this throughout history um, on a sort of global level. We also see it on a very micro level in middle schools um, where uh, people will sort of, uh, you know, use status, use words to ostracize, to push groups around um, and to allow themselves to sort of maintain some sort of air or status. Because the real big uh, trick with middle school is that you don't want to be the one who stands out. I get it, right? That is uh, my time and for a lot of students' time now, 
the biggest sort of risk of middle school is standing out, is being someone not part of the masses. And if, uh, and especially if it feels like the rest of the masses aren't going in that direction. And so creating a culture shift or deciding that you want to have some impact on what the culture of the school is, is a risky thing, right? Um, and so generally people who do sort of control the culture of middle school are those that are already self-confident, who already feel that, um, you know, what they're doing is things that have already been done in the past, and so they have some sort of air of, um, you know, history behind them. People feel like, oh, that's just how things are, um, status quo, all that. And so it can be hard to uh, push back against that. And what I would say to you is you actually have a lot of support in numbers, right? So talk to your friends. Talk to your classmates um, about what you want school culture to be, how you want people to communicate with each other, how you want people to build each other up, how you want, um, you know, friend groups and, and not to interact, and you'd be surprised that when you actually sat down and thought about it, what you would want, most people agree. Um, and, and that can be pretty powerful if you can sort of get people on board, right? The first person to stand up is the hardest, but after that, more people will. More people will say, no, this is what I want. This is how I want to act. This is what I want my school to be like. Um, and so I challenge each of you as you sort of go into the school year, if you don't like something about the culture and the way students are, um, yes, uh, you know, we as teachers will help uh, sort of set, uh, you know, the environment. But the real true culture setters of any school are the students themselves um, and setting yourself um, to be part of that conversation and intentionally, right? Because if you don't like the way the culture of the school is, you are part of that, right? If you are at that school, whether you say, well, that's the other kids and, and I don't do that. If it goes on at your school, you have some part in it, whether it is, you know, explicitly doing it and participating in it or just implicitly letting it go and not saying anything and not trying to to change the, the culture um, that your school exists in. Um, and so I hope that um, you spend a little time this year thinking about the power you really do possess. One, as an individual, and two, as a group of individuals, and what you can use to... Uh, you know, to accomplish the things uh, that you want. All right, class dismissed.